Ah! Ah! Sorry, I didn't know it was on. They're yelling in my ear. I, I clear my throat before I come in there. I go, ah! I do that all the time. And they think it's so funny. I'm a broadcast journalist. I'm back. That you I, are. I, I was gone last week. I thought you guys fired me. Uh, I'm glad to have you back, man. I, you know, is that me be- trying to carry me trying to carry that is like me trying to carry uh, 200 pounds worth of groceries, dude. Like walking out of your car, you're like I can get every grocery in one in in, in one stage, man. And you got like bags hanging off your thing. Good to see you, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see you too, man. It's good to be seen. Uh, but you know, I, I I figured that with you and Dave, it was like not BKFC show. It was the ADD show. That's hard with me and you because we're all over the board. Yep. We're going to keep this on track or at least try it. Never seems uh-huh. to work out that way because we have so much to talk about. I'm so glad to be back. After uh, a little vacation that I'm glad wasn't how, permanent. How was it? How was it? It was good. I had I had Relaxing? two children. No, seriously. <laughs> when you when you I love my children. But keep when, it real. When man. you go on vacation with two mm-hmm. children, it's a trip. It's not a it's not a it's like a business trip. Just keeping them in line. They had fun, so I had fun. Yeah. But uh, I'm looking for a mommy and daddy trip one night soon. Yeah, I need that. Yep. Anyway, I don't know why that noise was made. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe she's watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm glad you're watching. I'm glad you're here. I love this, man. I don't even know. Let's have some fun. I'm going to have fun. I'm glad awesome. you're here. Uh, someone who, I don't know, I don't think he was having fun. Conor McGregor with that leg break, oh, but he seemed like he man. was in the mic. He was promoting the next fight. We're going to get into that. Uh, a lot of interesting questions about that. We're going to talk about Manny Pacquiao and uh, return. Pac-Man's back? Yeah, Pac-Man's back. You see, you could host the show. Look at you, Rob. And then we're also going to talk, of course, we have to. I'm very excited about BKFC 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, what's today? When, Thursday? We're about a week out almost, yeah, dude. It's days. pretty exciting. So we'll get into all eight that. Days. Eight days. Eight days. Do you have the hours broken down too for me, Rob? <laughs> Do you have them figured out? But uh, yeah, that's going to be good. And we also have, it's going to be great to have Mick Terrell on. Uh, I don't know much about Mick. I'm actually looking forward to learning a little bit more about him. He'll be on in a couple minutes around 1215-ish. You know, we don't always follow times here. Uh, and then we have the Paige Van Zant coming on uh, at around, we're looking like 1240 for that. We'll talk Main to her event. against Rachel mm-hmm. Ostevich. And, you know, it's, it's a rematch fight. of sorts. So it's going to be interesting to find her, um, her mindset on this kind of stuff, going into that rematch with Rachel and uh, seeing where she's at with all that. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk to Paige as well. We'll get to all that in a little while. But first, we're just going to kick it off talking about a lot of people talking about this online. UFC the other night, Conor McGregor was 264. Mm-hmm. I was at a wedding, um, you know, so I, I was trying to follow what was going on. I followed it when I got home. I was half in the bag. So uh, <laughs> I'm being honest with you. I was. I had a couple martinis, you know, a little martini time. And it, it made it more interesting to me when I was drunk watching it. And then I watched it again the next day. And a lot of people are upset about the ending and what happened. I mean, you can't be upset the guy broke his leg. Yeah. But, I mean, I know we were talking about this off the air, and, and you had a lot of questions about it, too. Where does he go from here? Where does he go from here? Where does his career go? Oh, you know, we, fine. Yeah, we, I mean, we were talking about this beforehand, him going into the fight. Does he have that drive? Does he have that passion? Uh, he was selling it. You know, he's selling the fight pretty good at the uh, the weigh-ins, the presser. Yeah, he you was. Know, they, were, they were going back and forth. <laughs> he knocked his hot sauce off the table. You know, they had some banter, apparently. You know, his wife's lying into his DMs. I like when Dustin was like, when Dustin just calmly goes, come on, man, your trash talk used to be a lot better. Cut yeah. his legs off. Cut his legs well, off. It got personal, man. Sure it did. So, Joe Lee's bitch or whatever he was saying. Yeah. Joe Lee's husband or whatever. It was He brought it was the good. family into it. And, your uh, wife. Uh, <laughs> That's right. DMs. <laughs> so, that, so that break... I mean, that break is a serious, serious break, man. It's oh, not bad. just a finger. That's, no. that's career, career ending, career changing. It could be. Uh, it could be. Um, I hope it's not for Connor. I do enjoy Connor. I, I'm a guy that loves the trash talk. I, I, you know, some fight purists don't like that kind of stuff. It, it intrigues me. It always makes the fight even more interesting. Because, again, I'll say to you, I'm not a fight purist. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy watching fighting. But when you can interject some of that in there, that sells the fight for me. Now, that's my opinion. A lot of people think differently. Uh, I 
I did like the fact you can see his leg breaking. Oh here. I mean, God. I don't even like looking at it. it. It's rough. That just hurts. But when he went down, he was sitting there, and I thought it was interesting. I think Ronda Rousey even said this. He had the wherewithal with a broken leg, Conor McGregor, to immediately start promoting the next fight. And people can say, oh, he was mad. I think he knew what he was doing. He's like, I'm going to make more money. There's going to be a rematch. And quite frankly, to go a little further, I don't think Conor, Conor's career is close to being over yet. He's got at least one more with Dustin. See how that goes. Mm-hmm. If he loses that, he might, might have one more because he's got a big mouth and he's Conor McGregor just f- to try again. And then after that, he's got all the social media influencers to beat up and make a ton of money with easily for himself. I honestly think he was selling the fight at the press conference. It did not seem genuine to me. It did not seem organic. Really? Now, when he was down more and real. he was screaming and shouting, I mean, he, it was just native tongue. Can I could barely that? even understand what he was saying. So there was so much emotion involved. I really think he wants to hurt him now. I think that he thinks, and I could be completely wrong, that Dustin purposefully or did something to try to hurt or injure him because, you know, he's calling out his family. He's well, making, you know, there's a line you draw. I mean, that happened with our Josh Burns, too. He knocked mm-hmm. Chris R out. He was talking, apparently, about his family from what Josh told us. So there is a line mm-hmm. that's drawn with the trash talk. Even I agree with that. But what I'll say is that when you're in the octagon, in the ring, in the squared circle, whatever you're in, and you're fighting, and I heard Shel Sonnen talking about this. Um, uh, I think he was actually talking about Hector Lombard and um, Lorenzo Hunt when they came to blows, the last event. You're in a different mindset. You're in mm-hmm. there as a killer. You, you put yourself in a different mindset. And he was saying it takes for that adrenaline, that fighter mindset to wear off. It takes a while. Mm-hmm. So now you've trained so hard. You're yeah. sitting there with a broken leg and a guy you wanted to beat because you want to make sure your career keeps going along. And you're angry because you broke your leg. You're angry because of the training. You're angry because the fight's not happening. So there's a lot of anger in that as well. That's why it was real, I think, because his adrenaline was pumping so sure. hard. And, and I like seeing real. And but I, it, almost, it almost came off like Dustin tried purposely or did something to intentionally do you think break that? his leg. I, I don't think there's any way. He, tried, he checked his kick. Checked his kick. And then there was another angle. I think it was on Joe Rogan's Instagram where you see him block you know, um, a front kick, a steep kick. You know, you're just pushing your opponent yeah. away from you. Um, he brings his elbow down. He said that could have caused it. Then you hear also there might have been micro fractures or something of him jogging. You know, there was an x-ray done uh, uh, before the fight from John Cavanaugh. Uh-huh. So, you know, we could all theorize what happened at the end of the day. That thing snapped in pieces. Um, yeah, it was rough. It's, yeah, it was rough. And I mean, I thought it was interesting. I mean, the heat that's, that's building now too, you have, mm-hmm. you saw the picture going around online. I think it was Dustin's wife giving Connor the middle finger, flipping the burr while he's down. And then, uh, you know, Dustin was just disgusted with the way about, he said, I'm going to murder you or whatever he's saying. He said, you know, you crossed the line there. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where the fight goes. I know they all seem to want the rematch. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Dana does. I think he has it's said that. It's McGregor it's, show, it's man. It's got to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, from a business standpoint, we're spending the money. Uh, so it kind of sucks that we don't get to see the fight. But for them, they're going to make even more money now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, it's going to be if they come back, if he comes he will. back, he will. you know, depending on his how his rehab comes. Dude, uh, Connor's going to come back. If they have to cut a leg off, he's going to come back. I think he's going to box. Fight. I think he's going to go right into boxing. That's my opinion. You don't think he's going to go back after nope. Dustin again? Nope. No, you think he's so he'll run from Dustin a little bit, talk a lot of trash about how Dustin did it to him on purpose and then go into boxing and keep his legacy kind of in the UFC. I'm then, gonna, real fast, Anderson Silva suffered a similar injury. Yeah. You know, he broke you know both of the uh, bones in his leg. He went on record to say that the pain was so bad that he had his wife drive him from their home so they could take a drive. So his kids wouldn't hear him cry because the pain was that. Can you bad. imagine that? So, I mean, 
I mean, and he's never been the same since. Look, so, I can I, I can speak uh, from what I used to do. It's not the same, but when mm-hmm. I did pro wrestling, I took a backdrop over the top rope, and there's no mats. I smashed the concrete. Uh, I snapped my ankle in half. I broke the little ball in half on the side of your ankle. I mm-hmm. tore my ligaments and tenements because I kept te- tenements tendons because I kept going afterwards. Now that was uh, my adrenaline was going, but that I couldn't. It was going. I couldn't walk. It was excruciating. So I can't imagine his injury is like 10 times worse. Mm-hmm. So God bless him. I, I, I hope he feels better. I do wish him uh, the best. You want to say him get hurt, you know? Yeah. No, and you do not want to wish that on anybody. No, you hate their something. life on the line. You know, we look for a good uh, competitive bout that everyone gets out safely. And it's, now, I may pay a guy because I'm Italian to take you out mm-hmm. in the parking lot with a tire iron or something, <laughs> Robbie, after the show, but I don't want to see you get hurt. I don't yeah. want to do it. Anyway, we, we do wish him luck. I'm excited to see where that fight's going to go. I know you are too. Uh, other stuff in the combat sports world, Manny Pacquiao. Speaking of boxing, what is he's he back? What is 42? he? Forty-two, forty-two, and forty-two years young. Yeah, well, Manny always looks good. He, he always does, looks good. Man. You always think that he's out, and he suffered a couple of losses. And he just, always manages it's to like come the back. Godfather, dude, father time just can't catch this dude, man. He's too quick. Just when they think he's out, you draw him back in again. So yeah. he's uh, is is the fight signed now? I yeah, guess Earl Spence Jr. Man, that guy's a savage. A that he's guy is a savage. That's going to be Manny's probably one of his most uh, challenging bouts, if not his toughest bout, considering all things. His age, you know, it's going to play up. It always plays a part. Um, and this guy's just, he's a great fighter, man. 27-0, and 0, undefeated. And he this is unification? Danny Garcia. Am I right? For the welterweight, I, is that believe, what it is? I believe it is. Well, I'm excited yeah. to see Manny come back. And, and, you know, I'm excited to watch the fight because boxing, look, people will yell about boxing, how the heavyweights are dead. I, I mean, you got Tyson Fury and stuff, but yeah, there's some drama there, man. It's, it's, yeah, that's a whole other situation. Know, a whole ball, ball of wax COVID or something. You have COVID and oh well. Yeah. Well, well, we wish everybody well. Mm-hmm. We want everybody to feel better. Yeah, we're, we're the happy show here at BKFC, uh, and, <laughs> and making us happy right now. I mean, we might as well get to him. I think he's waiting. I mean, do you have any more in the Pacquiao situation? No, nah, man. I'm going to hold off on that. that. I can't wait to watch that though. Well, we have another guy on the phone, Mick Terrell. Deep respect for Mick Terrell, um, and we're excited you're on. How you doing, Mick? No part on you. I'm great, man. Thanks for joining us. Hey, where in the world are you right now? Are you quarantining, or are you somewhere other than the UK? Yeah, we're quarantining in Cancun, in Mexico. Cancun in Mexico. So I'd imagine that if you're in Cancun, Mexico, you've been there for, what, about a week now at least? week, yeah, yeah. I've been here a week yesterday, so it is. So my my initial question, I'm not trying to be funny, but you're a fighter, so you're going to keep your eye on the prize here. But has it become harder to train, especially being in Cancun? I mean, you're, you're around a vacation destination. People are having great times. They're drinking. They're enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. And you are just training. Rob and I were talking about this before you, you went on the air. I mean, how has your training changed during the quarantine that you're doing? Um, we're really at our hotels in the middle of nowhere. We're quite close to the, the airport. So... Um... We've got a little gym in the in the hotel, so I've just been there running, hard work, weights, and swimming. Swimming will definitely take the that, – that'll make sure your wind's up. Swimming's not easy. I can barely doggy paddle myself. Now, we've seen some of your training. It's true. You see some of the training. We're watching it now. You can't see it. You on the treadmill. You're a big boy, Mick, and I, I've never seen you live. This will be your first time fighting in America, I believe. And you're really moving. I'm watching him. your trainer or coach punch you in the stomach right now as you do sit-ups. You don't seem at all affected. That's why I'm excited to see you. It seems like you are here. You're ready to fight. But before we get to that, uh, there's a lot of newer fans that are being introduced to you now that, from the U.S. And there's also newer BKFC fans that are coming on droves for events like this. So I'd like to kind of introduce them to you the proper way so they can get to know you and follow you. Now, uh, from what my co-host Rob was telling me, there was a little mistake. I guess your manager must have hit him up or your coach in your record last week. So I want you to set that straight. What is your official bare knuckle record and all the bare knuckle you've done? 
picks. I've had six Bernacle fights. I fought Cowboys Michael Quinn for another promotion. Um, he was meant to be the Gypsy King. Um, I took that one last minute, really, but I won. And then I fought a kick called Cole Cook for BKB, but that, for some reason, never went on the record. All right, well, thanks for clearing that up, Mick. And, you know, I want more to tell us about, like, I know you're from the UK. Tell us about where you come from, that scene, and, and why are you here? Why did you decide to come to BKFC? Um, I live in a town called North Shields. It's uh, Newcastle, northeast of England. Um, tough town. Um, really, I got asked to fight off the mozzie phone. is up and says, would you fight? And originally, I said no. I'd, uh, I'd wrapped it a while ago, but... Um, I'm hoping uh, if, if all goes well, I can maybe just move out there, relocate, uh, start training out in America. So, Mick, preparing for BKFC, there has been some different stylistic um, from the traditional form of stand-up, stand-up, no-glove boxing to the modified rules of BKFC. Have you done any kind of additional preparation for your debut, or is there anything that you're changing from your training? No, I think only addition is the clinch, which I, I started off as a tie boxer. Uh-huh. Uh, the first 30 fights, I was a tie boxer. So really the clinch is better for me, I think. It's something, uh, if you watch me fight, especially against Batchelder, uh, Danny Batchelder, mm. it's it's just second nature. I just start grabbing his head and punching him. Um, I don't think I was allowed to, but second nature on it. So uh, I kind of wait to, when you're all allowed to just grab dirty boxing. So you're going to be familiar with your matchup. Um, it's going to be an exciting bout. Well, here's the thing I've noticed about you. Um, I know that the Muay Thai background, I was looking that up myself. And I, I also know that you said you can be strong in the clinch. The way you like to introduce uppercuts into your fight, th- th- like you were saying, this has got to be a maze for you. You're going to, if you rock Arnold Adams with one of your uppercuts, I mean, that's, he's going to feel that. So I'd imagine that's a big part of your game plan going in. So, yeah, I mean, uh, what I've seen of Arnold, he's very elusive. He's one of my favorite uh Fighters out the BKFC, he's, he's very elusive. Um, we hardly get a good uppercut on him. Um, he's got good upper body movement. But I hope if I can just sort of pin him down, maybe as I can. Now let's talk about Arnold Adams. Again, the, the fans, the, the, the viewers here are seeing some of Arnold Adams uh, on the screen as we talk about him. Arnold Adams is a guy who basically beat our last heavyweight title main event. He has a defeat over Sam Shoemaker. He has a defeat over Joey Beltran. Uh, this guy's been on a tear, and he's looking for the BKFC world title. You know that he wants that. But one of my thoughts, personal thoughts, is um, he's got to go through you first, or you have to go through him first. Because, I mean, if you beat Arnold Adams, you're aware. that's To me, that puts you in line for a BKFC world title shot right away. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think it's already been announced that the winner will be the number one spot. Um, so, really, I think, no disrespect to anything, I think Arnold's probably one of the better lads in the, in the, in the roster. He's... Uh, when I first had a look at the, the fighters, I thought Arnold was the best I'd seen. Well, I mean, he is the first ever BKFC heavyweight champion mm-hmm. in the world. So a, a fight with you and him, we're really looking forward to that. Another thing I've noticed about you, I mean, look, you know it. People have seen you fight know it. You're just tough. Any bare-knuckle fighter is, is, in my estimation, one of the best, like, toughest athletes that you can have in the world. But for you, it seems like you've never turned down a fight, from what I understand, no matter what, even through injury. Is this true? I've read rumors about this. Yeah, you fight, don't you? That, that, that's, your, that's your game, isn't it? So if you fight, you've just got to... Even if, if I fought, fought and I've been put down on the ground, you get yourself back up and uh, dust yourself off and keep going. That's the game. Love that about you. Now, the other thing is that I've noticed about you is 
you don't typically, in the little bit I've seen of you, sit down during rounds. I've seen other um, fighters not sit down during fights. It doesn't look like you take your mouth guard out or anything like that. I mean, is that to psych your opponent out? Is that just because you're so jonesed up you, you want to keep your energy? What, what is your reasoning for that? I mean, some guys would love to take a rest. Thai boxing. Oh. Um, when we're, we're Thai boxing, you, if you sat down and you bend your legs, your legs got tired. So um, it's just come from there. Kickboxing, Thai boxing, you just stand up. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's true. So that tie background definitely going to help you here in Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Over in the UK, I mean, I'm sure that Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship gets talked about. Are there a lot of guys like you that want to make the jump? I mean, you know you fought Josh Burns. We saw that. I mean, we saw, uh, with all due respect to Josh, love him, but we saw what happened with Josh Burns. I mean, he took his nose off pretty much. Uh, do you feel that a lot of people, he's laughing, he's laughing, he's laughing, <laughs> I make, I like you. Uh, so, and, and we've seen, you know, Tyler Goodjohns come over here. Uh, Mark Godbeer was trying to come over mm-hmm. here. You got a lot of people who have come over here and, and I mean, for you, it doesn't seem like the British guys, they come over to fight and they figure it out when they get here. I feel like after their first fight. Do you feel that'll be any different? Have you changed your, um, your your way of going about this? Have you spoken to anybody from the UK that's been here to fight for us yet? No. Um, fight's a fight, isn't it? You've just got to find a way to win. Um, like I said, people say that it's differences, but really there isn't. You just, I've got to punch him more than he punches me <laughs> and not get knocked out. And that's, that's it. That's the game. Well, that's a very simple way uh, to look at it in a great way. I don't mean simple in a bad way. I mean, if, if, I, if every fighter could just feel like that, and they do, you're so relaxed, so calm. We can tell you're a professional. I'm excited for you to make your debut in the U.S. I mean, is that a big deal for you to make your debut in the U.S., or it's just another fight for you? Um, no, no. It's, uh, I've, I've trained really hard. I mean, really, I've, I've trained since December for this one. Um, obviously, we thought we had the fight with God yeah, That never happened. Uh, so I just kept the training going through. Um, so I've been training for six months for this one. So it's uh, hot as well. Like it was a bit heavy. So uh, I've lost a lot of weight and trained hard. Yeah, you look great, Mick. I can tell you, honestly, I wouldn't want to fight you even if you weren't training and sitting around eating hot dogs. You're a bad dude. You're a tough guy. But six months worth of training. Arnold Adams, very skilled fighter. Again, our first ever BKFC champion. We're about a week out of this fight. And I believe... I believe he's going to have his hands full and I'm looking forward to see how he he handles maybe the differences that you've fought in the UK that you bring to the U S. So it'll be a great fight. July 23rd. Um, where, where can they watch that? Is it, is it the BKFC.com for more info kind of thing, Rob? Yep. You can watch it on BKFC.com. You can watch it directly on fight TV. If you're a BK app uh, TV, excuse me, subscriber comes with your package. Well, we're looking forward to watching you fight. Mick, thanks for clearing a little bit of time for us. We appreciate you, my friend. No problem. Thanks for having us. Oh, of course, man, always. Mick Thanks, Terrell. Mick. Clap it up for Mick, man. I enjoyed him. Mick's a good dude. I never met him before. Mick Terrell, good times. Uh, Mick, tough uh, he's tough. He's so calm. That guy, man. You said, it, you said it before. It's the quiet ones that are the scariest. Yeah, and, and the thing is with him, he's, you could see from the training footage we showed, he looks good. You know, his body, mm-hmm. But then even just seeing his face, you can see he said he's dropped a lot of weight. He's really kind of leaned up, it looks like. So. so I didn't know that. I didn't know he had a Muay Thai background. 30 professional fights. His clinch game is going to be, be essential. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, man. Oh, yeah. He's going to bring that. He's going to be like a fish to water with this, man. I can't wait for I that I have fight. to wonder if when he was fighting in the UK and they didn't have the clinch if that was harder for him you know they say the UFC guys that come over and the women yeah. that come over they, they want to throw a kick or something I yeah. wonder if that took him a minute to get over now he's got to kind of retrain his brain to remember he can do it it's probably going to come yeah. back like that gonna, it's going to come back but yeah he's going against the former heavyweight champion the co-main event Arnold Adams is not one to look past. No, man. that no. guy's elusive he can hit you from all angles it seems that Mick knows that too. no and mm-hmm. Arnold Adams is a tough 
tough customers. So this is going to be an awesome fight, yeah, one of the many excited, awesome man. fights. And as far as the Muay Thai thing, I didn't know that either. Lord Evan Zentor actually said that before we went on the air, but I didn't need to bring it up because, you know, Mick mm -hmm. was telling us all about it, and he was a great guest. We're going to have Paige Van Zant coming on uh, around 1240-ish. We'll see. We're going to guess. We'll see how it goes. Um, I, I think right now, let's, let's check out a commercial really quick, and we'll be right back after this. Tiger Life is not about race or religion, black or white, young or old, male or female. It's not about where you live or where you're from. It's about finding your why in life. Tiger Life is a way of life. It's a purpose, a light, the future. We all have a story to tell, so let's tell it. It's time to be heard. Just remember, we may not be able to rewrite our story, but we sure as hell could change the ending. Tiger Life. Energy never tastes it so good. The most exciting combat sport in the world returns. It's Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 19. Live Friday, July 23rd from Florida State Fairgrounds. Watch as Paige Van Zant throws hands with Rachel Ostevich in their highly anticipated rematch. Plus, the Platform Showdown featuring hip-hop artist Blueface. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 19, Friday, July 23rd, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. Watch it live on the Bare Knuckle TV app or on Fight. The well, everyone just missed that. That uh, was pretty... <laughs> that's like the second or third spill of the day. Thank you. The Lord shouldn't be doing my dirty work. Evans, how much do we owe you, Evans? <laughs> Tiger Life going down, man. See, That's great, like liquid gold, The man. great thing about Tiger Life is now the table's going to be energized. It's probably going to seep into Evans. Uh, <laughs> it's going to seep into Evans' veins, too. We love Tiger Life here. Yeah, all these mishaps. Now I'm going to stick to the table. No, it's sugar-free. I won't. Tiger Life. Anyway, Mick Terrell was a lot of fun. Very silent. He didn't seem to want to give up much. I mean, the thing is with that, mm -hmm. I get it. Sometimes we interview fighters. They'll say to you, like, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to give up my game plan. So we couldn't ask him much about that. I mean, a little bit he had to say, like I said, I, it makes me well, more his, excited well, to see the fight. Yeah, well, let his fist do the talking, man. What, I, you want to say. what I actually want to, you know, and it, you know, my mic kind of, you know, checked up, if you will, and I'm not <laughs> sure what's going on, is the okay. lockdowns in the UK are different than they are in the US. And has that played a role in his training? And right now, his travel restrictions, he's got to go quarantine for 14 days. Yeah, it's nice. He's in Cancun, and I'm sure, you know, the scenery is great. Yeah, it's probably awesome. And he didn't seem to, he didn't seem to really uh, mind training in Cancun, it didn't seem like. I mean, he didn't seem super happy, but how can you tell about that guy? He just was very stone-faced and mm -hmm. answered your questions. But from what I could see when I asked him about training in Cancun, if it was harder, um, and I meant that, like, especially mm -hmm. you're a fighter, but there's people having a great time all around you. They're vacationing. He didn't seem to mind that much. He didn't seem to mind the hotel gym too much. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I feel like a fighter, much like we saw with Tyler Goodjohn, where he was carrying, what, pillowcases full of sand on the beach to train when stuff was quarantined. A fighter's always going to find a way to work out, a la Rocky mm -hmm. Four. Yep. You know, that, that's, that's how I feel about it. But BKFC 19 is going to be a great card. Of course, coming up July 23rd. I can't believe we're already at BKFC 19. I feel like we just finished 18. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's, it's crazy. We're back leaving to for back fight to week. back. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, uh, of course, on top, Rachel Ostevich the taking on Paige Van Zant. Paige Van Zant coming on later today. Uh, yeah. The main event of the evening. So, mm -hmm. as far as that goes, there's a lot to unpack with that in the interview. There's a lot to talk about here. I mean, it's a rematch of sorts from UFC. Mm -hmm. uh, people seem to be excited about it. So, 
I'm excited to ask Paige a bunch of questions, stuff like, you know, does she feel she needs to get this one to solidify that she's beaten her? Like, it, it's going to be even. I wonder if Paige cares. I know Rachel's highly motivated, I'm sure, and, and to get that win back. I mean, she's not just taking it for the payday, I don't think. No, not she, at all. Fighters I mean, don't always do that. They're fighters. They're competitors. They she can do a, a plethora of different things with their careers. I know. It's it's rough, man. Anyone that decides to hop into the – I said it before. I'll say it again. Anyone that decides to make this their profession as being a – combat sporting uh, athlete, you know, I got to take my hat off. And the fact you're taking it a step further, you're taking the gloves off. And Can't you're go any there. Yeah. This is it. This is where the baddest men and women on the planet yeah. survive. No joke. <laughs> no, it's not. And, you know, there, there was some little chaos I want to talk about regarding BKFC 19, which I've seen on social media. Um, Britton Hart. Britton Hart, of course, taking on um, Jenny Savage. They mm-hmm. had that big fallout after Knuckle Mania when Britton beat Paige. Uh, that Savage some, hopped in yeah, the ring. Yeah, water was being thrown. And she, they got out of the ring pretty quick. Um, and apparently these two just don't like each other because I've interviewed uh, Britain. I've spoken with Jenny, mm-hmm. and they just don't like each other. Um, it, it's, it's dude, pretty- I don't think Jenny Savage likes anybody, dude. She was really she was friends with the Sheena Star. Yeah. You wouldn't know that by the fight. We just, you know, we just uploaded that I yesterday. Saw. Yeah. You wouldn't know that by the fight when, when she got into the ring. It was like... I don't Wasn't care who she you are. Given her, she didn't have, I think it was something where she didn't have her uh, fighting shoes or something, and she borrowed Sheena's for her first really? fight or something. No, yeah, I, I think I heard that. a story about that. So <laughs> here's the shoes to beat me up kind of thing, you know, like getting a fight with. That's what friends are for, you know? Dude, and she she made Sheena stars. She made quick work out of her. She cut her up something nice and inside a rim. Yeah, so, so that's... Jenny's, Jenny's very... Um, I spoke to her on the phone about some stuff. She's very mm-hmm. driven. She's very excited for this fight. Like I said, she had told me she's not the biggest fan of Britain Hart either. Um, and in Britain, I mean, people are mad. Britain seemed a little upset at the press conference where she stormed off, and, and mm-hmm. people online are mad because they feel that Britain Hart beat Paige Van Zandt and Britain Hart should be the main event. I'd love to know what the chat thinks about that. It doesn't matter what I think. I want to know what you think about that. Um, but that's how she's seeing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I understand from her viewpoint. I, I sure. really understand that. And I also feel like Britain Hart is... I'm a fucking feeling. <laughs> Not only is she a feeling, that's right, see? But I also feel that Britain Hart is um, kind of like... I think people see her as... The, the defender of bare knuckle almost because, and she said this when I was interviewing her the other day that, mm. you know, a Paige Van Zant, she's working hard. She wants to come and make an impact. I'm not, I'm not denying Paige of any of that stuff, mm-hmm. but Britain, like she said, I've been here. I've been in the grind. I've been getting my teeth punched back. I'm the one that deserves all this stuff. So I, I think there's a little bit of, and she said it a little bit of a chip on her shoulder. And I told her, I said, a chip on your shoulder is not always a bad thing. Nobody can outwork you. Congratulations. What's going on here? Whoa, whoa. I love I love when Jenny Savage when Jenny Savage is leaving the ring flipping off the fans. Yeah, that was like that was insane. There was some real anger there, and I was in the ring for that. There's some real anger. I'm always unfortunately in the middle of the real anger in the ring. David Feldman was so pissed off. I was standing next to him when it happened. He He was was angry, so mad. He was pretty mad. How did she get in the ring? You're just. I was there next to him. He had this look of sour look on his face. I never thought she was going to fight for us again. I, uh, I thought she was going to be done. And I do think, though, that I do want to see the fight. I mean, I do after talking to both of them. And uh, again, let us know. Should Britain be the main event over Paige? Your thoughts uh, in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. And, and during the press conference, Paige really didn't. She just let it go. Like it was like, you know, like it was raining outside and you're just 
you're just walking. It's just a drop of rain. I don't care what you know what happens. I, she didn't give any credit. She didn't give any merit to it. She no, just, I think I I, I don't know. Day. Yeah, I think being a fighter like that and that's your career. I'm not saying it's the right way to handle things, but I think that mm-hmm. it's just another fight. Some people just need to move on from a mental standpoint, not think about that. It's in the past and now focus on her current fight. So, yeah. I mean, when Britain walked away, I, Paige just kind of laughed. So, I don't know. We have video from the press conference. We can check out what we're talking about. You know, about I just whooped Paige's ass, and this girl hasn't even towed the line yet. And so now I, I'm kind of pissed off that I have to fight some low-level girl that show that I fucking earn a place to be here. And you know what? We can say all the things we want to. And you know what? We can say we're going to come. That we're going to come for the boobies, but you're going to stay for the real fighters. And you know what? I'm going to stay for the real fighters. Rob, I'm not going to lie. I mean, that was very, very, I was there for that. It was a very tense moment. But after I see that run back, I'm looking at that. I wish she would have left her purse there because I could have been a little richer. That purse would become mine if she left it on her chair. I'm just saying. But, but no, you that look was good in yellow. <laughs> I don't care about the yellow. I want the green inside, man. You know uh, what I mean? Point. So, so no, Britain, Britain was pretty intense. Matter of fact, I don't think I saw Britain the rest of that day after that. She just kind of dropped Mike, stormed out. Yeah. So she's none too happy. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that fight as well. There's some great fights on this card, again, from the top down. Mm-hmm. A lot of good ones. Anything else you're looking really forward to on this card? I mean, tons of them. Taylor Starlin, man. Her return. Crowd favorite, dude. After Crowd Knuckle favorite. Mania? Yeah, how could you not? And personality-wise, she was at the press conference. She's so, she's so bubbly, so energetic. How can you not love her, man? I'm looking forward to that fight. So here's why Taylor's great, other than the Knuckle Mania fight that she put on that we enjoyed. Um, props to her for that. I always thank, thank her for that fight as part of that fight. It was an awesome fight to start Knuckle Mania. Um, I love Taylor because when you deal with her as a fighter, she is so excited to be here. Some fighters, quite honestly, I'm, not, I'm pulling the curtain back, but people know. Some mm-hmm. fighters are just in it for the money. Some fighters don't seem as excited or just they're in their zone. Taylor was happy to be there. She comes up, mm-hmm. she says hello, she's pumped. And that makes her, I feel like as a competitor, she's going to even work harder because she has so much to prove, it seems like to me. She wants to prove herself again. So I'm looking forward to this fight. Uh, I know that her opponent, I mean, is it a great opponent? I, I don't really know her opponent that well. But I, I do know that Taylor is coming to fight. She's coming mm-hmm. to make an impact again. And she's very excited to be a part of BKFC. So, I mean, anybody that's excited, including the fans to be a part mm-hmm. of BKFC, you want them here. Well, and that's a crazy thing. We were talking, you know, we interviewed her. We were talking about her and her opponent, Cassie Robb. And Cassie apparently, you know, they were having a conversation. They were friendly. And she was like, no, I want to fight. She's like, well, I'll fight you. <laughs> so they kind of made the match themselves. So that's, that's it's interesting. The, Again, the important thing, though, with Bare Knuckle, we always talk about this, that regardless, regardless of records or anything else like that, I don't even always, I mean, I look at them and I question about that stuff. You have to. But with Bare Knuckle, it can end in one punch. It, it's so like that they hit the nerve in your chin area or that you can end in one punch so yep. uh we'll see what happens but i'm looking forward to see uh, taylor make that walk to the ring because she said at knuckle mania she was dancing on her way down she's all confident she told us she's never been more nervous in her life so that was her going to the fight mm-hmm. full of nerves which can hurt you sometimes too nervous and can help you other times so i want to see where her mindset is and, and i hope when you watch this you'll be looking too to see where her mindset is as she enters the squared circle and people get mad but i'm calling it the squared circle again i need to tell the new fans just so you know this is what we refer to it as because it's a giant circle and a big square platform. And the people in the chat are going to just kill me for that. But that's what it's called. That's what we've been calling it. They, last time they got really semantics, mad. Semantics, man. Yeah. Semantics. I think people, they called me a snowflake or something because I got oh. mad at people. I don't, I don't really care people, what you People get it. salty over the stupidest things, man. I'm just trying just to Take educate. your hamburger back if it's missing cheese, man. Stop crying. <laughs> but that is pickles on it. Oh, my God. I forgot my cheese, man. Yeah. But so, so the point is to all this that as she makes the walk, 
I want to mm-hmm. see her eyes this time. I want to look into her eyes. I want to see if the nerves are there like they were last time or they've subsided a little bit because she's been through it already. That's one of the things I'm excited to see about the Taylor Starling fight, to see if those nerves are gone. And, and we'll see what happens. I mean, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great fight, as always. I know we have Paige Van Zandt coming up in a couple minutes waiting for her to call in. She's going to be on the phone. A lot of stuff to talk to her about. Always a pleasure to have Paige on. I, I spent yeah. a lot of time with Paige uh, before the last fight. We did a month serious XM satellite radio show mm-hmm. where I got to know Paige a little more and got to understand her mentality and her relationship with her husband, Austin, excuse me, husband, Austin Vanderford, the gentleman. He is a gentleman. He's a great guy. They're a power couple, man. They really are. They're and a power couple. I think that not only they're a power couple in looks in the fighting community, I think they are an empowering couple. Mm-hmm. They seem to have this, this key to each mm. other where they empower each other more. Like you have husband and wife, but now you have husband and wife that both fight at a high level, Right. So now they're empowering each other. And Austin had said to me, it is hard for him. It's hard for him to watch the fights because mm. he's a fighter. And, you know, he likened it to, I was talking about when, when I was having my baby. I said, uh, I wasn't having, my wife was. But when I was there helping I was her. I congratulations. No, 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 no. <laughs> That was about six, seven months ago. But I was saying how if you've ever had a child and you're in there with your wife, and I don't think I'm in the minority, but I wish I could take that pain off her. I wish I could help her a little bit. And I was saying it to Austin just in conversation because it's funny you say that because it's not the same thing, but when I watch Paige fight, he goes, I want to help her. I want to, you know, I want yeah. to be in there with her and I can't. Yeah. So imagine if you're a normal spouse, you kind of feel that way anyway, but now you're a fighter and you're seeing, oh no, she practiced this. This didn't go right. And I'm also interested to see when we get on the page in a couple and seconds here. They both here, do this for a living. Yeah. So he knows what it's like to get punched in a ring and to be into that fight and be into that scrap. So, yeah, and he knows Paige better than anyone. Mm-hmm. So, so it's always interesting to see that stuff. A lot of great stuff we're going to talk to Paige Van Zandt about. Love her. Excited to have her on. And a uh, matter of fact, I think she's on the phone right now. Paige, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Hey, Paige, how are you? It's your former broadcast colleague, Brian Socha. I'm glad you came on today. Yep, thank you, guys. All right, so uh, Rob's here as well, and we have so much stuff we want to get into with you. Now, Rob, I know you had a question right off the bat. Yeah, so Paige, your last fight, I mean, rounds three and four at Knuckle Mania, you looked absolutely spectacular. It looked like you found your footing. You've now, you know, maybe clear the air. Are you still with ATT? Are you training there? Are you training in an additional gym? How has your training been I'm for still, this fight? I'm still a part of ATT. I always will be. And, uh, I just felt like after my last fight, I needed to do like a straight boxing move. Not five pounds Pedro Diaz. All right, got that. So, Paige, are you doing cardio right now? I can tell you're doing cardio. I can hear you. You know what I love? I don't hear you being out of breath, Paige. I just hear the phone bouncing. So that means you're in great shape for this fight. We're looking forward to it. We really are. But let's talk about you've changed your training up a little mm-hmm. bit. Now let's talk about your mentality. Because coming out of a fight, I'm not a fighter. I always say that. So I have to bow to you and ask you this. Coming out of your first ever BKFC fight, you had, of course, the L column uh, versus Britton Hart. Uh, and I know you prepare hard for every fight. We can see that because you're doing cardio during an interview. Mm-hmm. Um how has your mentality changed at all? Has that loss changed your mentality, or are you just just same page as always? No, I'm as focused as ever. I mean, I feel like it took that first fight for me to figure out what I was doing in there. I've, you know, never been a boxer. So going into a pro boxing match, especially bare knuckle, there was a lot of elements that I had to adapt to, and we saw that by the fifth round. Yeah. I was completely adapting. So now... Going into this one, it's the same drive and same focus, but I feel like I'm coming in with the experience. You definitely gain experience. I feel like everyone that comes to BKFC, no BKFC experience to be the way, like when you got hit with the bare fist, did you envision that's how it would feel? Did, did the fight fight from what you envisioned from your process going into what it actually was? Yeah, I mean, I, I was just, 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 I
really like that was that different than I imagined. I mean, it's just you can only gain experience by by doing it. You know, there was no way for me to experience turn up a fight until my first one, and I feel like I got five full rounds of experience and. That's the mental hob coming in and Rachel won't have. So, um, no real like shockers for me, but, uh, yeah, excited for this one. So, are you running on a treadmill or are you running outside? I'm on the track right now. So <laughs> you're on the track, so you're outside in the Florida heat. What's, what's the, what's the, um, temperature like right now out there? Uh, I think it's like 98. 98. It's so it's, it's like 1245. And Paige Van Zandt is out in the heat of the day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You must be soaked in sweat getting ready for this fight against Rachel Ostovich. It's a very important fight. It's a rematch of sorts. We can sell, tell how seriously you're taking it. Um, where are you on the rematch? I mean, if you look at your former UFC fight, your first fight, it looked like Rachel was really in charge during the stand-up, and then it went to the ground, and you took it. So I'm wondering, uh, I know you've changed your training a little bit, but uh, does that play on your mind at all, how strong her stand-up game was? I know it was two years ago, but does that, do you think about that as you train? I definitely don't see her having the upper hand in the striking stuff because, you know, if you watch the fight, you see she's one who's knee down. Obviously, she felt the, uh, the urgency to bring it to the ground. Um, and that's why I've been submitting her. So, no, I don't see this as a rematch, you know. I see this as uh, a fight with a UFC fighter, and it happens to be bare knuckle boxing. That's a great way of looking at it, Paige. All right, before we let you go, I have to know, just because all I can hear you is running, you don't seem too out of breath. I couldn't even do an interview if I was uh, walking from my car to the house. So God bless you. You're ready to go. Uh, how, what's, your, what's, your, you're welcome. what's your training like now? Right now you're running as you talk to us in the heat. Uh, how long are you running? Are you running wind sprints? Are you, are you running miles? What are you doing? Uh, so I just got home with boxing practice, and then uh, Pedro just sent me out to the track and said, run for 30 minutes. So I just keep going. I just keep running for 30 minutes. Yeah, right. that's pretty much it. All right. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to leave you to run, to prepare. Uh, I, if it makes you feel any better, I'm under some bright studio lights, but I'm not running, so I'm sweating a little bit too, but not like you are. Uh, we're very excited to yes. see you fight. Rachel, coming up July 23rd, bkfc.com to grab that. You can ch- check out Paige on Instagram, follow us for training, also ours as well. We'll be showing off what you have going on, Paige, but very excited to see you fight again. We're looking forward to it. Thank you very much. I'm going to go let you complete mile number nine. <laughs> there you have it, man. Dedication, dude. I swear some people just, you know, you get into a regiment. You know, I do, I do my schedule here. I do my boxing here. I do my cardio here. And they have to stick with it. That is the only way they get through a very hectic schedule, oh, yeah. a very hectic uh, anything in life. Yeah, you lose your mind otherwise. Mm-hmm. So she's regimented. She's sticking to it. Cardio, listen, I don't care if the president's calling me. I'm going for a run right now. You're going to run with me? Awesome. Because i got to fight in about eight days, and i got to get prepared for it. If so. the president was calling me, I'd make sure I ran extra so I wouldn't have to take the call. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the president. Shots be- fired. We're ta- I, no, no, okay. I'll make sure what president we're talking about here. I don't want to cause any problems. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I will say this about Paige. It's interesting mm-hmm. to me as a broadcast journalist that she uh, is out running while she's doing her media, while she's doing her interviews, mm-hmm. as you're saying, because the thing I, I, I've – Talk to Paige on a personal level. I've talked to her on the old radio show we had. I've talked to her doing interviews many times. And I think it's interesting that Paige, and I don't mean this as an insult. I do not. 
Paige doesn't seem to me like she has many friends. She doesn't seem like she wants to have many friends. She has Austin, as we were talking about earlier, and that's one of her driving forces. Paige wants to train. Paige is always training. We, we were trying to figure out some stuff to film her doing, like, um, you know, showing which, what we call a slice of life. And it was hard to even figure out because all Paige does is hang out with her husband, which I think is awesome, you know, great marriage, and train and watch, I guess, fights and tapes. That's what she does. And she also, you know, of course, posts her, um, uh, her website, um, Paige Fan's aunt. She works on that too. Mm-hmm. Apparently she's doing well with that. So the other question is, will she stay as motivated making the amount of money, which I am told is staggering for Instagram? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, pictures? she went, she went, she went on the record to basically state that money that she made in one month supersedes all the money she's made in UFC, BKFC and all combat sports. Well, UFC, you know. Yeah. Well, um, I, I you know, I don't I, I don't actually go into the that's people's personal life. I know, I'm right? not asking her, but from yeah. what I hear UFC doesn't always have the I, I don't the know. highest paid, yeah, you know, the highest paid fighter, sure, absolutely. I worry about my own paycheck. Yeah. And not getting punched in the face <laughs> and trying to avoid that's it. That's true. Um but yeah, she's training very hard mm-hmm. and uh, I got to wonder if that's not going to, you know, she's a fighter I guess at heart so she's going to keep training hard, but when that money comes in, much like Connor we were talking about, when the money starts flowing in do you, you become less complacent. hungry she doesn't seem complacent she's running as she's doing an interview so this not. is really like a screwy mind she thing does for me not. I can't figure it out do you think we'd make money if me and you opened a, a Rob and Brian or Brian and Rob whatever you want to call it we, Dude, we, I don't even make picks. money and I'm complacent look at this body man <laughs> this is a dad bod <laughs> dad, dad bod's a new thing right so what do you think let us know in the chat we always like to hear from you what do you think what are your thoughts uh, on if you Think she's become complacent. I'm not saying she has. I want to know your thoughts. Who do you think is going to take it, Rachel or Paige? Um, I mean, again, I was impressed that she was running. I would have liked to have a little longer interview with her, but mm-hmm. I'm re- very, very impressed by that. So BKFC 19 coming up July 23rd, BKFC.com. Again, we have Paige and Rachel on top. You know, I know you're excited about that. We have Britton Hart. And at- all the fans, all what the fans say? are talking about Blueface, Kane Trujillo. The platform showdown. Everybody's loving it. Let me tell you this. So we flushed it out. You weren't here last week, Brian. We flushed it eyeballs. out. Eyeballs. I heard the people are, eyeballs. People are, you know, a polarizing topic. You know, what are you doing? You're replacing BKFC with this circus show, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's not. At the end of the day, you have they're, they're six guys that are putting the gloves on. They're putting together a special boxing match. We're going to have, what, 11, 12, a full BKFC card. So get your popcorn. Yeah, it's still going to be great BKFC. It's going to be great bare knuckle. These are get some drinks ready. In, mm-hmm. Peppered in. It's be a night of action-packed fights. I'm very old. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't realize who Blueface was until I started to study him more. And I was asking, actually, on vacation, all the youngins, all the young kids, you heard of mm-hmm. Blueface? They're like, Blueface, whoa! I'm like, oh, I'm really old. West Coast rapper? They, they know him big. Mm-hmm. And these, it's crazy how these influencers have become stars. I'm not dogging them for that but Mm -hmm. these young kids know them they're like superstars it's crazy how they treat them so good on them for doing that but you can see all the training Blueface has been doing and you can also see a lot of other guys too they're all training hard. Some of these guys are enlisting and paying these top-notch trainers, boxing yeah, world and stuff to train them. They're taking it serious, so for I, sure. I think it was, I, I might be misquoting if I am, I'm sorry, but I think I saw on social media or somewhere, or maybe it was in the chat, that... um uh, Tim, I think it was from Tiger Life. Mm-hmm. Shout out Tiger Life. Uh, made a comment, and Tim, if it wasn't you, I'm sorry. Whoever it was, it was a great comment. They said, well, isn't everybody an amateur until they, not an amateur, isn't everybody unexperienced until they have their first fight? Like, they have to have it mm-hmm. something. Who's to say that one of these guys, probably not, but who's to say one of these guys doesn't get bit by the bug and then wants to become a full-time fighter? Because they're training. I'm talking to these guys. They're working hard. I mean, harder than I'm working sitting here, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So respect to them, but... 
We'll see what happens. I mean, a lot of people I feel like weren't the happiest about this. I was seeing online, but I'm telling you, it was confusing. It's a it confusing was. thing, man. And you see, you see the antics of what happens with Logan Paul and Jake yeah. Paul, and but when push comes to shove, Logan Paul went the distance, but one of pound for pound could be considered in, in, in many uh, uh, analysts the best fighter of all time, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, his brother annihilated Ben Askren. Okay, wow. I get it. Ben Askren had like you know. 20 pounds heavy, but now he's fighting Tyson Woodley and it's it's a different world. So I'll say this. I think that Floyd toyed with him a little bit. I Floyd could have carried him. Yeah. Easy. Think he carried him. Easy dude. Um, I I really do. It's, it's business. So my thing is, uh, and I'm probably gonna be hated for saying this. I'm trying to shed light on this. I don't know if you guys talked about this last week, but to have these influencers come and everyone thinks it's so dirty. It's so horrible. It's so bad. What the fighters need to realize is that by doing this, the amount of people extra that are going to be watching it that that are they're going to be exposed to. So if I'm mm-hmm. a fighter on this card, I'm thinking, good, these guys are spread on it. Spread the love, man. Yeah, Let's and, spread and the love. Come out and make an mm-hmm. impact. Do a great walkout. Because here's the thing I learned a long time ago. You, If you do something on a show, even if you're the first match, you do a great walkout, you have a great knockout, you have a great fight, Knuckle Mania, the first fight. If that wasn't a great fight, nobody would be talking that much about it. They're still talking about it. Absolutely. So if you can do this on a card of this size, then that's going to almost elevate you into become a star and hopefully you can make more money. And if you don't like these influencers, that's cool because you know what? You can use them. Use them like the punks you think they are to gain more <laughs> stuff from your career. I'm being serious because I'm excited for the fighters and I hope they all, some see this. Some yeah, understand would, this, but not all. Yeah, I would, from a fan standpoint, um, from a purist standpoint. I'm just talking business. Sure, sorry. from a purist standpoint. I love bare knuckle fighting championships. Me too. I love boxing. I love MMA. When it becomes a circus show, I check out. So when people see like, man, what is going on? Now, if you told me that, oh, you're going to have two bare knuckle fights and the rest is going to be, you know, a bunch of YouTubers, TikTokers, boxing, I would be pissed too. Now, the fact that you have a full card, full bare knuckle card, and then you also have this special promotion. Hey, man, if you don't like it, it's, you know, it's like an extra side to your meal. I didn't order this, but hey, I'll, I'll give, give it a, a try. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't like it, go to the bathroom. To, our events move so quickly, and I'm very proud of this. We are events think move pretty I quickly. I think it's going to surprise some people, well, man. Well, even if, they, if, they, if they're refusing it, get up and get a snack, go to mm-hmm. the bathroom, and then come back and watch BKFC. They'll be peppered in, I believe. I don't even know how we're doing it, but I'm excited to see what happens. That's why I'm excited. I don't know if it's good, bad, or indifferent. I'm excited to see what happens, and I'm mm-hmm. very excited for the fighters, and I really hope, I'll say it again, they see this. If they make an impact on a show with a lot of people watching this could change their careers that's just my stance on that i mean that's how i feel about it rob i agree i know we have to get to a knockout of the week at some point oh here. man these knockouts <laughs> i haven't seen yours yet Did you, see, you haven't seen mine either have you no uh, i don't know i haven't seen yours purposefully because i like watching it for it's the organic. first time yeah you know my honest reaction and how ridiculous i laugh or you know yeah. what I mean? well i mean i haven't done this in, in i don't want to rehearse week. it man i don't like rehearsing i stuff. don't either Keep i it hate real. it hate rehearsing <laughs> i'd like to punch people in the mouth that want to rehearse it's the only time i'll get violent i hate rehearsals <laughs> i don't remember anything anyway so who cares <laughs> anyway we're gonna go to a commercial then we're gonna come back with our boom knock it that's a weak punch they're all gonna make fun of me <laughs> boom or knock out of the week i'm pulling my headphones go. off go to commercial championship pay-per-view events for only $3.99 per month Enjoy our all-new library of content, including unlimited access to the full archive of BKFC pay-per-views, behind-the-scenes access, exclusive BKFC original series, and additional live vertical fights from around the globe. You can access it anywhere you want, anytime you want, instantly on most streaming devices. It's available right now on the Barracle TV app. Over 1,000 hours of on-demand content, uncut and uncensored. All here, anytime you want, anywhere you want, 
for only $3.99 a month. Subscribe now exclusively at BKTVapp.com. Grab the app. Grab it. See, I get all excited. If you saw the teaser on Instagram for this too, I get all pumped up. I'm on cold medication. I don't know if I have shoulder allergies or what. <laughs> what I, are you? <laughs> I, I don't even know what, what I'm you? taking. I just pump myself full of pills to get to the show. That not bad. Allergies pills. are rough right now, Dude, man. I'm sweating. I'm, I feel like Everyone's I'm drunk. Do you have yeah. allergies? Tell me what to take because I'm going to die. This has been going on since before our last show. It cleared mm-hmm. up. I'm doing voiceovers for us. You can hear me. I, I'm ashamed to admit in the voiceovers, I sound like I'm stuffy. I sound like I can't breathe. Nah, I'm man. Trying. I like your voiceovers when you first get up. You have like this extra <laughs> bass, go, man. Fight. Yeah, they make me do it like it's like 7 a.m. and we're trying to get these. Like, like, come down there when you have a man like voice, Brian. Like Mortal Kombat, man. <laughs> Finish him. Like, oh, shit. We're in the hotel room screwing around trying to get this voice every done, Evan and I. Um, so let's get to our knockouts. Of the yeah, week. man. Speaking of fatalities. Uh, Evan, Evan, that's all they, they're going to Evan. Let's go to Evan. Evan, when we do that, when we do the voiceovers, right? It's like early in the morning sometimes. Do you have the video of it, Dave? Do we have that video of us trying to complete the voiceover? Of him or like laughing? That was late at night, I feel like, right? You videoed it. I'll I'll see if I can find it. Well, if we can't find it now, we'll find it hopefully by the end of the show, or maybe we'll show it next week or the week afterwards. Evan and I in a in the small hotel room. They're probably wondering next door. (laughs) Nobody wants to see the video of me and you in the small. (laughs) That's what I said. They're probably wondering what we're doing next door because I keep screaming. And then, and then, like, I cough and I just stop, and we're laughing like little schoolgirls. So, if you find that, that'd be great. But before we do that, I guess we should do the knockout of the week, right, Rob? Absolutely. Yes. Let's get to it. It's been a long time. It's been over a week, so I want to do it. I want to have the power. I don't have much power in my real life, so I have power on this show. Well, let me great. grab this Tiger Life. Yeah, <laughs> move that Tiger Life. Here we go. One, two, three. Ha! God, I love having power for 10 seconds That's of my awesome, life. Awesome, man. I want one of them. Uh, you do it sometimes. You can get in that. So knockout of the week. Who are we doing first here? I'm not sure who we're going through first. I should know. It's only been almost a year we're doing the show together, right, Rob? I'll go to me first. Let's do me first. Me first. That's what she said. I'm going to call this. <laughs> I'm going to call this the bear. Uh, this is one of those KOs. Oh. So basically, that's a big trend. People like to shove people's face in the birthday cake. They want a little hit. They want all Sabu. That's who the rest of They want all Dumbo. They broke the table. Public enemy. Straight through. So that's that's my knockout of the week. Um, uh, I wow. want to know what happened, but it cut off. I want to know the backstory. I want to. Did she break her face? Did she knock out? Like, she went through that table hardcore. Has anyone ever done that to you? Because I know that on my birthday, you guys were planning on shoving a cake in my face, but then the fun police must have ruined it, from what I understand. <laughs> right live on this show, on my birthday, apparently I found this out afterwards. They were going to bring a cake in and make me feel loved, and they were going to smash my face into the cake, which oh, I would have laughed at. <laughs> what I said? What I said? Oh, Jesus! That's what I would have said. <laughs> And then apparently the fun police checked that. And I, I, by the way, they stopped by, man. Fun police were like, way, look, there's too much going into, on in here. Oh, quite. He's getting nervous. He's talking. I'm not going to get into it now, but I was told the fun police were someone else. But then I found out it was someone else that could be sitting across from me. And we'll I leave don't it know, that. man. I don't think it is. <laughs> I think you got the bad advices. I think somebody tried to pawn it off on me. I want to. I love you, Rob. I want to see your knockout of the week. I know you always have something good cooked up. What do you have for us? Oh, man. This is, uh, I actually watched half of this. I'm like, no, this is the knockout of the week. Let's all watch it live. Oh, Lord. All right, I'll do it live. Oh, power bomb. Oh, yes. Power bomb. What's this? Oh, my God. Where's this at? Is that the ice cream man? Is that what you're calling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get to the ice cream man story. Oh, oh, Where are these people coming from? It's like Monday Night Raw. This guy with the backwards hat single-handedly took down the entire crew. Bat, no bat. He didn't even need a bat. Power bomb one guy. Caught a bat from another guy. <laughs> Yo, can we watch that one more time? Watch, watch, watch. Power, big... power bomb. Boom! <laughs> right into the car. This is in Jersey. Looks like the plates, right? Yeah, it looks like it. Looks like the, yeah. Dirty Jersey. It looks like the city area. 
So, bad guy. Well, how does this even happen? Yeah, he wasn't having none of it, man. Do you think, though, as we see the ice cream man pull up, right? Do you think he went and ordered, what do you think, like vanilla chocolate? Chocolate? Maybe get a Neapolitan. That was a Neapolitan beatdown. What do you think he ordered after that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but Brian, Brian, uh, Brian Mar, am I saying that correctly? In the chat, it's from 15 years ago. What, that video? Yeah. Was he there? Was he, was he the guy with the bat? I don't know, Brian, man. you I the just guy with the bat? How do you know that? <laughs> 15 years ago. Did you film that, Brian? That just pop up. Yeah, how I do you know? know I, man. I never knew that. People are recycling good videos, but nonetheless, that's Well, regardless, a, that's my crazy. thing for the knockout of the week, when I look at it, if I see something on my feet or something makes me go, oh, I, I don't care if it's 10, 15 years ago, I'm going to share it because it's a great knockout of the yeah, week. Yeah, if you powerbomb somebody, I don't care if it's from yesterday <laughs> <laughs> or 10 years ago, you powerbomb somebody in a street fight. You know, sign that man to, you know, find out my man, get him to BKFC. You got tickets on us, man. You and your entire crew, come on down, come see us. That was awesome. Dude, 15 years ago, that guy's probably beat 20 asses since nice, then. Nice, but he's about our fan fan Lord base heaven, now. I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> fan KO of the week, uh, I, I believe we have one this week. I know sometimes I've messed up the password. I don't always look well, it's at it. actually from me. So, oh, this is from, oh, this is from Dave. All right, Dave's Dave. uh, so, fan KO. He's a fan. We went back into the vault. In the vault. Uh, back, I think this was Miami, BKSC, what, 14, Miami? Okay. Uh, I'm just going to let it roll here. Ready? <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> let, 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 let me explain something. There's Dave uh, Feldman, the president's founder, throwing me on a table, choke slamming me on a table. Brian with the luscious locks. Yeah, that was when I had the long hair. Uh, that that was looks like I haven't changed my shirt since then either. Um, that was. We were talking about this. And he said, "You want me to do it?" And I said, ah, "I don't know." And he grabs me by the throat and he throws me on the table. And it's cool because I used to do pro wrestling. But usually in pro wrestling, the tables break. That table did not break. It did not even give. I couldn't feel my arms or my. Well, I felt my arms for about five minutes. I couldn't feel them. Oh yeah, dude. And I could, my fingertips. You don't even. Come back. You don't even. Uh, you don't even. I guess inertia, where you hit something and you keep moving and yeah, it takes the hurt. impact away. Brian. You absorbed all of it. You took all of that, buddy. You don't have to lie. We know you were asking for a raise. <laughs> I was. That, that's what happened. Oh, BKFC when I say just I need can you cover my expenses and then boom right through uh, no in all honesty I'm not kidding my arms and legs were, were pins and needles yeah. that's probably not a good thing and then that went away and as I was doing the interviews in the ring the next night the squared circle I'm sorry I, I grabbed the mic and I realized my fingertips were still numb too like pins and needles really? I finally have all my feeling back I'm good to go so anybody at BKFC 19 if you find me as long as you ask me first if you watch this podcast or you listen to it on our Spotify channel if you ask to put me through a table I might let you do it if you ask me. Just come up and ask nicely, and I'll let you throw me or hit me with a chair, whatever you want, okay? Good. That was a great knockout of the week. I actually it forgot was, that man. happened. That's my lawsuit still pending, by the way. Mm-hmm. Do we cheat so him in half? Brian, we found our, uh, our video. <laughs> oh, okay, so <laughs> we're, we're well, all out of Do you want to give a backstory on this? Before? Yeah, Evan, give the backstory, uh, right, on, and I think we're running out of time, but let's, let's right, do the video. Well, let's we'll do, the do video. it quick. So backstory. Here, let me come to me here on camera, too. <laughs> Go to Evan. All right, backstory. The night before the fight, we get all this stuff in, and we're still building packages for the broadcast. So at like <laughs> one o'clock in the morning, after we're all delirious from working all day, Brian has to come to my uh, hotel room, and we record the voiceover. And then I got you know I got to edit it and stuff. So this is um, what we look like after like a fifteen-hour day in full delirium with Tiger Life in us. <laughs> I didn't know he was recording me. Two, I thought he was talking on the mic. One. <clears throat> They make fun of me when I clear my throat. Okay, go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sweating because I'm laughing so hard. Sorry. This is too late. You're cracking up. That's what is happening. Here we go. Three, two, one. Alabama football star.
<laughs> there it is. So we were just happy. We had the giggles, man. That was actually on Instagram, I believe, too. <clears throat> so also, I, sh- I was talking about this at the beginning of the show. They think it's very funny. They make fun of me because before I go on the air, before I do voiceovers, I have to really clear my throat. Mm-hmm. And it, it is a little ridiculous listening back to it. We should come up with a compilation of the times I clear my throat like during the show. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Uh, but that's, yeah, that's a little behind-the-scenes look. And I- I'm pretty upset with Evan Still over that video uh, because I didn't know he was filming it. But more so, he invites me to his room, and he didn't even have any drinks or anything for me. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out next time, Evan, right? Well, the last time I offered you a drink when you went to my room, you woke up the next morning and didn't know what happened. <laughs> let's stop this. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> let's get out of this. Anyway, Evan, thank you for providing that content. Uh, You're and welcome. I'm very excited for BKFC 19, uh, July 23rd. Paige Van Zandt, Rachel Ostevich. You got Mick Taylor, make, excuse me, Mick Terrell, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, with his debut in the U.S. against our first ever, first ever BKFC heavyweight champion of the world, Arnold Adams. That's going to be a great fight. Mm-hmm. You have Taylor Starr and Cassie Robb. You have uh, Britton Hart versus Jenny Savage. And I'm doing these out of order. I'm all excited. Yeah, Zion Tomlinson, Jared Warren. That's going to be exciting. And battle. I know uh, the Irishman. Oh, we got oh, a bonus we got knockout. A bonus. This is keeping on going here. Ding, 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 I'm ding. sweating. I'm just so nervous. What is this bonus knockout? Oh! oh. Wait, what's he doing behind the counter? Oh, and he hits the other guy that was trying to break the fight up. Oh, man. I love when fans send in real-time knockouts as we're live. This is great. See how quick you can throw it up? That's what's good about being live. Wow. They're telling me my ear. Phil, oh. Phil from Tin Top, Texas sent this in. Thank you, Phil. You got a very savage McDonald's, brother. Yeah, I don't want to go there, man. What do they say? That's the, why I go through the drive-thru, The two-piece with a soda, the three-piece with a soda or whatever, the value meal. Anyway, this show is quickly falling off the tracks, and, and uh, in a good way. It's yeah. fun. But I, I just want to remind you, again, it's going to be a great card coming up. Uh, and I know I know he watches a lot, too. He's in the chat. The Irishman, Kyle, he's uh, from Trials. We picked him up. He's making his debut, I believe, on BKFC 19. Uh, I'm excited to see how he does as well. It's going to be a, a great night. It's going to be a fun night. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to you joining us. BKFC 19, BKFC.com. You can grab it there. You can find out more info there. Follow along because we're going to be live from Fight Week. And live, I mean, these shows are a little wonky. You oh, never know what's going to happen. The press conference is going to be off the wall, man. It's going to be nuts. Tune in. We're coming to you nuts. live. Coming to you live. All right. We're going to get out here, Rob. You good? I'm good, brother. I'm good. Give it's me good to see you, man. Tiger Life Toast. Good to see the fans. See you too. Tiger Life Toast, yeah, baby. Man. Let's do it. Boom. Cheers. We'll see you fight week. BKFC 19, July 23rd. Until then, knuckle up. Knuckle up, Rob. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Put your knuckle